0: hey hey everybody episode number 104 it has been one of those days one of those days <laughs> and i was i was actually wanting to get on here the other day but this has been a chaotic nightmare for me for for a while now and i i uh, and i'm gonna talk about it just a little bit kind of for the introduction because it is part of my current events and uh and uh, kind of fill everybody in on on where i'm at with this whole deal but um hopefully everybody's having a great time it was a great weekend uh uh here it was a nice weekend and we had good weather and and we had a little bit of rain there off and on and i love those thunderstorms those evening thunderstorms are just they're great so relaxing and uh but i i'll be one to say i don't know if i'm the first but i will be one to say i'm ready for fall and as you heard in the podcast back last fall um my kids were building at that time they were trying to build their own halloween costumes and they and they were kind of pressed for time it was something that was kind of happening right at the 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 heat of the moment getting ready for halloween when everybody's doing their thing but they're getting a jump start on it this year and i think it's actually gonna happen i'm actually really excited (laughs) to see what they come up with here so uh, I'm, I'm pretty excited for that but the fall is always my favorite time of the year I could do fall all year like I just I don't know I love fall uh, the 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 atmosphere in fall is just it's great you know you got the leaves changing colors yet the air has got like that that cool smooth uh, density to it it's just it's it's a great it's a great atmosphere. I love fall. But uh but right now around here we're starting to get hot. It's starting to get dry. I'm like uh, I think I've said it before like around here we uh, we burn a lot of our trash. We got burn barrels. So if you don't know what that is, if you're listening and you you live in Miami, Florida and you're like, uh, "Okay, what the heck is that?" like you can just burn your trash. <laughs> like so up here, up here in the north, we, we, uh, we, uh, as Phil and I say up here on what we like to call the top, we, we uh, this is like, this is like as bad a bat, as back country as it gets. Like, so we actually, so where I park the horses, <laughs> no, no. So right there at the end of my driveway, there's actually uh, a series. There's like five of them or something. I don't know. They're just 55-gallon metal drums. So that's like we don't have a garbage service that comes around here and picks up our trash like you have in a normal town. This is more of like a village. I was actually seeing today when I went downtown here, the population sign had gotten knocked over. I don't know why. but they uh, The sign was knocked over. And, uh, it, uh, said, I, I want to say it said that there's only like 130 people here. Like this is a little tiny, tiny area. So, so yeah, there is, there's just nothing here. We don't have a gas station here. We don't have a store here. Uh, we don't have a library literally when anymore, we don't even have a bar or anything here like this. The only thing here is like my house. <laughs> and the neighbors and the other neighbors but we have a post office like that's all we have though like there's nothing else in Osage uh, it used to be kind of a cool little town like it, back in the day it was I want to say around 300 people and uh, they actually had a grade school here and stuff like so like my kids right now I kicked them all out of the house they're up at the school the old school playing. At what they they call the park now because all the playground equipment is all still there and the uh, basketball hoops and stuff. So my boys and My daughter they go up there and play basketball and soccer and And uh play on the swings and all that stuff. So But other than that, there's Nothing else here. So we don't have a garbage service and we used to have a dump where you could just haul your garbage out to the dump well uh they took that away (laughs) um this town this town is failing it really is failing i i probably got listeners out there that are like oh yeah osage is the greatest place in the world and you're absolutely wrong okay there's nothing but like weird activity around here nobody can keep track of bills and water bills and maintenance uh costs and expenses like nobody's got answers for any of that stuff so and the roads are total garbage uh because they took away the dumps so now the roads are built out of garbage <laughs> no the roads suck they're they're all dirt roads it, it rains a little bit here and you uh you might as well uh never plan on washing your vehicle if you live here that's just how it is but No, I love the peace and quiet, though. Like, I love the peace and quiet. I love the trees. I love the turkeys in my yard every morning and the deer and and stuff. That's what's nice. So, I mean, you get those perks. You put up with some stuff, but you get those perks. And and, uh, realistically, though, I I think Osage is one of those places that, you know, has tried its hardest to stay kind of behind its times, you know, and as more of a secluded, like, quiet atmosphere and uh, it just it it, it's, it doesn't always work that way because as time goes it advances and uh, you have to make changes with the advancement in the way things are and that's, that's kind of what the problem is here is there's easier ways to do stuff and uh, these people just refuse to do it and it's like alright so like myself for example and we're, we're gonna just kind of use this as the foundation to get into what i've been dealing with today but for an example like i've been obviously had surgery i'm in a spot right now in my life where where i don't like doing assistance and stuff um to to get by i don't like Uh, Being on the benefits and stuff of the state i like doing my thing i'm an i'm an ambitious guy that likes to do my work make my money and take care of my kids and stuff on my dime like i don't like utilizing the systems but those systems are there for a reason and the reason those systems are there is for people that are going through something like this okay a single mom that's just having a hard time I know a single mom uh, she's a good friend of mine she's got two little boys that are that are really sick they've they've got very serious uh, illnesses it's a 24 7 job for her to take care of them as a single mom so like she needs those programs so those programs are good and they do serve their purpose Um. In my case here I had surgery so like I'm right to not making any money not making any money out of commission like okay so what do you do how do you pay the bills and take care of stuff so they've got programs like Liab okay so Liab you apply for it you prove that you're not making any money and that you're struggling and you're having a hard time but you got kids to provide for and keep the heat on for and and uh, you go through that and they eventually approve you and like i got their assistance paying the uh um the uh propane bill this year okay that stuff is stupidly expensive anyways i don't know how how the heck i would have ever pulled that off without that help but you know that part of that same program is what else does the household need well it needs water you got to be able to provide a shower and bathing and stuff for your children and yeah uh, you need water to do dishes and and be able to cook and and uh and whatnot so part of that assistance program was to pay the uh the utilities as far as water goes in this house and this is stuff obviously i've paid in a lot of taxes and in the past running a business and stuff i've paid in a lot of taxes and uh so like now that I'm messed up and going through all this stuff over again like I'm trying to utilize some of those options and Osage has been a royal pain in my ass as far as utilizing those options and 99.9% of it is the ignorance of the damn water board that doesn't want to update their programs to make things easier I've got one lady on this water board that has gone to bat for me And she's been going to bat for me since the very beginning of the year trying to get this situated. And all the state needs is a copy of my current bill for my sewer. Can't get it because the rest of the water and sewer board is so behind the times that they don't want to advance any of their programs to make it easier for the lady that I have on my side with this stuff helping me out. There's nothing there that simplifies it for her to be able to access that. So, getting an updated copy of my uh, sewer bill has been a, an issue for for months. Now, I have the approval. I actually have the letter sitting right here the letter from the state of Wyoming, uh, Leap, uh, saying, hey, you know, you're approved for this much of an allowance. And uh, we're going to pay this for you. These people can't get the money for it because they can't get their shit together. It's like, come on, you know. So it's a ranting kind of a day. And I'm going to tell you guys right now. So I love the state of Wyoming. Don't get me wrong. I love the state of Wyoming. This is home. This is my home. I grew up here. And I've lived the majority of my life right here. Okay. Wyoming is home. But Wyoming is the most difficult state to get some of this stuff taken care of. And and so I, I'm not just throwing blame on Osage for making this a, a rough deal. But, I mean, I am going to throw blame at Osage for making the damn water bill. Because uh, uh, that that... <laughs> that's just ridiculous it's like i'm sitting here i've got the paperwork that says hey you have this much money in your account to pay that bill they can't pay it because somebody can't produce a piece of paper it's like okay that's crazy but it's not just osage it's the whole damn state okay the whole state so today and as a lot of you know i had this surgery the last week of march April 1st I lost my medical coverage through my disability uh, status I lost medical coverage and it was a a unexpected loss no notification or anything it was some post COVID thing that uh, had went out and boom cut me off right there I had a surgery and a week later I had no coverage and I only had one of the three surgeries that I have to have. And boom, state of Wyoming cuts that coverage out of my disability stuff. So I had to get in there and I had to reapply. So I sit down and I I was aggressive with this. They needed they needed like twelve different pieces of paper to support everything that I put in the new certification application. They needed like 12 pieces of paper i provided like 30 some pieces of paper to make dang sure i had more than they would ever need if they came back at me because i know how these systems work they came back at me and said hey we need a copy of this i could easily just say it was in that 30 some pieces of paper i sent you pull it up it's page number 16. okay I know how this works I've been down this road if you guys had listened uh, to the uh, and it's still part of the current story that I'm telling you back back in 2017 and 18 um, they uh, I was dealing with that situation then I was going through disability turning me down no you're not disabled yeah I know we, we know you showed up in a wheelchair You can't move your legs you can't open your hands you can't stand up but you're not disabled you're just fine okay that's the kind of stuff that that happens and they'll do that to you three or four times before they finally say you threaten them with a lawyer because it takes so many turndowns to get a lawyer interested okay so you get all the turndowns then you get a lawyer interested well then they finally approve but they didn't approve me for disability. They approved me for supplemental income, which was not disability. It's, it's, it's not, so it's not the same thing. It doesn't hold the same st- status. So, so I went through this before and that's what I was going through back in the story. And uh, we're back in there, we're in 2018 at this point in the story. So I was still going through it. I had been out of the hospital uh for for quite some time there and was still trying to get approved i just spent a year and a half in the hospital i was in and out of a wheelchair struggling trying to figure out how to walk again and uh totally incapable of of doing anything really but that's why i had stepped up to the plate and just kind of tried to make stuff like i looked into jobs stuff and i had so many different places that were turning me down because of my conditions so i invented my own work i created work i created something to go on to feed myself i was homeless i was living out of a motel and 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 trading advertising and stuff to businesses for food and a little bit of cash here and there and and going through all of that and doing what i could to get by and that's that's what i was having to do as a single dad and the reason i was wasn't getting any benefits then i wasn't approved for any of this stuff then okay i wasn't approved because i was i was a single dad but my kids didn't live with me in my household i was homeless i didn't have a house i didn't have a house i didn't have a home at the time I had no place to raise kids I had no place for my kids to come visit me Okay, and I was still getting turned down for the benefits of anything that could have helped I couldn't even apply for a lot of the low-income housing situations because the only one I was eligible for in Gillette Wyoming was not handicap accessible Big sign right out front. It's got a little the little wheelchair dude on it, little blue wheelchair thing, providing a handicap accessible situation. Far from it. There's like ten stairs up, ten stairs down. One of my episodes was talking about me taking a ride down those stairs in my wheelchair on my head and back. Okay, so just another just another weird spot in the road where. They say they're supportive of those situations, but they're not. Okay, disability, the same thing. Like, fight with them over and over and over again to try to get that stuff straight and to try to get that situated to where I could better myself into stepping forward. But no, you're going to stay homeless. You're going to figure out how to make your own money. You're going to figure out how to feed yourself. You're going to figure out how to pay your own bills and stuff which is fine it's fine where it bothers me is when the dude next door is 30 year old woman with 3 kids living at home in low income housing because she has possession of her 3 kids and she gets $900 a month in food stamps or something and, and uh She gets all these benefits just thrown at her, like, spoiled. Like, I'm not saying she doesn't deserve them, but why discriminate against the guy that wants the same opportunity? I never understood it. I never understood it. And I'm dealing with the same thing today. Same thing today. I had this surgery. They took away the medical coverage. I refilled the the application, and went through all the steps and went above and beyond to make sure everything was right. I've called every 3 days since I filled out the application. I keep checking in. I keep logging in and checking on my on my online account with with the uh, system uh, with the Yo Health stuff and uh Yeah, I went, like I said, above and beyond to make sure I have everything. All the ducks in a row, the whole nine yards. Every time I call and talk to somebody different, they come up with a reason why we can't do it. And then today, I called because I was supposed to hear something three weeks ago. Still haven't, so I've been, like, harassing them. Staying very proactive. Last week, I called in there. I talked to somebody in the middle of the week. The guy said, well, there's there's nothing new it's a pending situation if you don't hear anything by friday maybe call first thing uh next week which is now and that's what i did so i called in there the lady's like well you're eligible for uh for the um edi program and i'm like well what the heck is the edi program and she's like the employed disabled individuals Program." And I'm like, well, that sounds cool and all, but I'm not employed. Like, lady, I'm not employed. Like, I'm barely getting around right now because I'm halfway through surgeries. And she's like, well, it says here that you're employed by precision excavating. I'm like, well, I have no idea whose company that is. I have no, I never even heard of this company. Are you sure you're looking at the right information? And have the right name and she double checked my social security number and stuff and she was in there somehow or another uh, precision excavating ended up in my file as my employer never even heard of them crazy stuff so I'm sitting there I'm like lady that this is absolutely crazy like so she tells me that under the EDI program She's like, you're approved and eligible uh, for the month of June while we continue your application for the EDI program. So that means they gave me the coverage for the month of June. And then they took it away because I said I wasn't working. (laughs) I I was like, for real, like what in the heck? You know, like, so now, so before it was, if you're working or something like yeah if you're working and making any kind of money whatsoever you're not eligible for these programs then all of a sudden it's they mistakenly think I was working for some excavation company which I can't even climb into an excavator right now and I sure as heck is I'm not out there shoveling dirt but they tell me you know that I'm not eligible because I'm not working so it's like okay hold on a second Well, then it it goes from that to she's trying to, trying to part of the uh, process there is as a single dad, and and like I've expressed to them many of times, like, I just wanna get my feet and legs fixed and finish the process so I can get out of this house and go back to work somewhere. Like, that's what I wanna do. I don't want your guys' extended programs or anything. They're trying to get me to reapply for a disability And I told her, I said, it's already been determined. They will not give it to me based on my lack of quarters, consecutive quarters. So we've been down that road. It's not happening. And I refuse to get back under SSI because of the fact that every time you turn around, you're in trouble with them guys. You you make a double payment on a vehicle or something. They're busting your butt because now you have too much equity into your vehicle. Which is exactly what happened to me. I made a down payment on my vehicle that was more than whatever their standard was. So I went over the equity standard and they red flagged me and cut me off. So it's like constant harassment all the time. I would rather just get fixed, get out there, make something out of myself like I did before. But they're making it such a pain in the butt. And then it turned into my kids don't live with me she's like well your children don't live with you I was like uh, yeah I provided all the information their school registrations the guardianship documentation everything well the guardianship documentation well it's, it's a year old and we're gonna need an updated one and I was like it says right on the bottom of the page it does not expire that is a solid document for as long as time makes that piece of paper able to grab a hold of When it turns into dust and you can't read it anymore, then it's not eligible. That's going to be a long time from now. So we argued about that for a while. Well, then Dominic, my other son that lives here, he's sitting right here. And I'm like on the phone with the lady talking, and she's like, well, we don't have any proof on Dominic. And I said, well, you've got his school registration. You've got a copy of mail and stuff that's mailed to this address. The same documentation you use to prove that I live at this address. You have for him, but you have even more for him because you have a school registration with this address. And she like, wasn't buying it, wasn't buying it. So I like turned the phone up a little bit, opened it up to speaker. And I was like, Dominic, where do you live? He's like, with you. (laughs) And I'm like, lady, what do you actually need? You know, so like we did this for three hours today. Three hours. Okay, three hours. I've been completely active with these with these people for the last almost eight weeks, seven and a half weeks, something like that. I don't, for a long time, very active, and uh, to go through and express to these people because the different things that I've been through. They've got a complete outline of my medical history with all of this. My contraction of uh, GBS. uh, The time I spent in the hospital. The time that I was wheelchair bound. Like they have the outline completely supporting this whole situation. And it's 100% not good enough for them. But a single mom and I have nothing against you single moms out there so if you're listening know that I love you this is, this is not against you but a single mom can be living in the back of a minivan with two little kids and she can apply for low income housing and get it she can apply for medical benefits and get it She can apply for food stamps and get it. She can apply for utility assistance and get it. And I've watched this over and over and over. And as a matter of fact, I have a friend right now. Single mom, like from start to finish. Didn't have a home. Didn't have nothing. Didn't have their custody situation taken care of none of it. And within about six weeks, she was in subsidized housing she was on medical benefits she was on uh, snap the whole nine yards no questions asked bam staff the paper send her the approval and all of her information and cards once one snag on mine my guardianship paperwork for lyric it includes his little sister I, I love this girl. This girl I and I will always forever treat her as one of my own. She's not biologically my daughter. But when her mom went into a situation that they were dealing with some problems and stuff and it came down to the wire, I had to take my son. I am the kind of man that didn't just take my son. I took his little sister too. That's why she's on my guardianship paperwork because she came and stayed at my house. When I was struggling, I put a roof over her head. I made sure she was taken care of. And that was one of the things that got brought up today That I, that's snagging me up in this situation because their mom has her back now she's gotten her situation fixed and stuff lyric stays here that's part of our our legal agreement but i obviously couldn't just keep the daughter that's not mine (laughs) so she went back to her mom's and that and that's a problem now like it it's crazy but so lyric's mom and and dominic's mom they both get their benefits and, and stuff, and they're just fine. And I am I am sitting here uh, half-surgeried, <laughs> and 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 I'm fighting with every little bit of energy I have to try to get this straightened out so I can finish getting my stuff. And I'm the only one in this whole picture that is physically disabled. It, it's... Uh, It's sad. It's sad what this country has turned into, what the state of Wyoming has turned into. Um, Like I said, I love the place. I really do. But holy smokes, you want to talk about some flaws. So we're running out of time for this episode. This was a ranting episode. I had to get it off my chest. It's my therapy. Hope you guys enjoyed it. If you guys have opinions about it, send it to my email first steps pro at gmail.com all lowercase all spelled out god bless you guys get out there enjoy that weather i will see you back here in episode 105 we'll uh continue on with our story god bless you guys have a good day